Welcome to the Play Create Forward podcast. I'm Kirsten Gunnery. I'm Jill Johnson. And welcome today. We wanted to start today with one of our favorite quotes. Um, this comes from Howard Thurman. And the quote is, don't ask what the world needs. Ask what makes you come alive and go do it. Because what the world needs is people who have come alive. I love that quote. Tell us why. <laughs> I love that quote because I think it speaks to what we've been doing with the 14-day adventure, mm-hmm. listening to your heart, it speaks to all those kinds of things. And I, I think what I've finally connected is that this quote is actually connected to our hearts mm-hmm. and that our hearts are the gateway to figuring out what makes us come alive. Yep. And I think the first time I heard this quote, I loved it, but it was just like, okay, what does that mean? Yep. And then over time, as I've gotten more connected to my heart, as I've watched other people get more connected to their heart, I'm starting to understand what that means more. Mm -hmm. And that our heart really is this gateway into this person that only we are, Mm -hmm. that nobody else is, and those gifts that we bring to the world that nobody else can bring, Mm -hmm. and, and understanding that. Yeah. You know? Well, and I think that when you're talking about that, I think a lot of times, especially I've been thinking about that we're going into another political year. Yes, we so are. So it brings up a lot of stuff for everyone of, well, does my vote really count? Or does my little action really count? Or do all these little things really lead to something bigger? Yeah. And that quote reminds me of if you're if you're alive, you're showing up and you're adding to yes. and not to get lost in the... Well, someone's done it better. Someone's done it bigger. Somebody's done this. It's, you know, that idea that we're always contributing to the whole, like the butterfly effect. And so when I think of that, I think of alive. And I think people sometimes put alive with passion. And that's like a really heavy word sometimes. Like Mm. having like, well, I have to do exactly what I'm doing and know where I'm going, but really it's just being in the moments. And I think that's where that quote resonates for me more like than that. having an end results as what a life should look like. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Ask what makes you come alive in the moment. This yeah. doesn't have to be. And moment by moment, you start figuring out more of what makes you come alive. Yeah. This doesn't have to be. I think the first time I heard this quote, I thought of it as, oh my gosh, I've got to figure out. I've got to ask myself this big question and figure this whole big thing out so that I can come alive. And I love how you're talking about it. And we did a whole day on that in the 14-day adventure Mm. of baby steps. Because each of those baby steps gives you more insight into what it is that makes you come alive. Um, And being there in that moment is what, I love that. Well, and I think it's also that idea that we're always evolving. Like we're in this earth all together and everything's evolving all the time. And so why can't our passions and our ideas and our relationships and our individual selves evolve as well? And nothing's really static and nothing is really frozen in time. We're all just moving on. That's why I think of that idea of impermanence all the time. Like, it's just not permanent. We try to make it. And where we get stuck is when we're trying to control it and make it locked down. And the aliveness is that idea that we're still moving forward. I mean, we are on this perpetual thing where 
the one commonality is we're born here together, we die here together. So what are we doing in between? And what is it that brings us into that alignment? And it's not just each person who's changing. It's the community that's changing. It's the context that's changing. It's mm-hmm. the, And so all of those things are always in flux, Yeah, which impacts the whole. And so if we can shift with that and move with that and be in the moment with that, we can do so much more with that. Mm-hmm. The Kansas City Chiefs. Yes. Super Bowl. Yeah. I don't even know what number it was this year. Winners. Was it seriously? Yeah. Wow. How did I know <laughs> so, and what a game for, for the hundredth year of the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, um, with one of my flight camp teams, we've been studying what makes a great team. And some of the people have brought to the table what is coming out about what the Chiefs did that was, that helped them. Oh, turn I didn't know anything. What game. was it? It's powerful, but it's about exactly what we're talking about. Okay. Every single person on that Chiefs team stayed in the moment. I mean, I can't say every single, but this is the story, right? So stayed in the moment, stayed positive, didn't stop believing in their ability to still win, Mm -hmm. no matter how dire it got, uh, and continued to encourage each other on that fact, Mm -hmm. And um, let go of egos, let go of all the other stuff. And every single person showed up in that moment completely alive and ready and prepared to do whatever they needed to to turn around and win that game. And so each individual, you know, they say there's no I in team. Mm -hmm. I've been thinking about that a lot lately. I think there kind of is. Mm -hmm. Because the I is the person showing up and being in the moment. Yeah. And not the I ego I, but the I of of this, of being alive and being present and being there and paying attention and noticing what's around you and noticing the potential that's there mm-hmm. so that you can build from that, um, using your own strengths and your own gifts and your own abilities. Yeah. Um, the other awesome piece from that, which might take us off a little bit, but he learned from his father. Who's he? Um, Mahoney. Mahomes? Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Patrick Mahomes. Um, His dad was a professional baseball player. Okay. So he grew up experiencing baseball with his dad. But what his dad taught him is that all that matters is the next play. Yeah. What happened two seconds before, what happened the whole season before, what happened three years of playing before makes no difference. All that matters is your next play. Yeah. Which was the other thing that made a huge difference in his ability to shut out what wasn't working and step into what might. And then the other piece was he took, he was the one who made that, the, the play. I should have this all in front of me while we're talking about it, but he called a play that the, the offensive coach could have said no to. Mm-hmm. And instead the, the offensive coach said, that's what he wants to do. We're going to go for it. And they talked about it before. They debated playing it, but they went for it. So again, that not just trusting yourself, which he did. This kid's 24 years old. Yeah. Right? Second year in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Had the courage to have, this is what I want to do. Had the courage to go for it. His coach had the courage to say, yep, we're going to let him go for it. All these individuals Mm -hmm. who are alive in the positions that they're playing Mm -hmm. and showing up to it played that role to help completely turn that entire game completely around. Yep. Which is amazing. It is amazing. And I think it goes back to that whole idea of like how powerful the collective is when we're all present, that we don't have all the answers 
and that we all were when we're all working together with that same intention in mind of just being present and being open yeah then great things can happen yeah. you know it's when we show up to the table and we already know yes you know like and we take away the curiosity yeah. i think that's where we miss really great opportunities i agree yeah. but staying in the moment i mean any type of athlete that's the zone and that's where things just fall into place all the training everything you've done everything that's worked up to that point yeah. it all comes together when you're in that fully awakened place where you're not overamped or too tired you're just right there and yeah. it's really special yeah and one person can shift the whole thing yes yeah and that's where again this the world needs is people who've come alive even if just one of us comes alive that has ripples yeah. that go everywhere else. well and this goes back to sam and just the idea of relationships yeah you know you can only do you you can't fix the person across from you yeah. Um, cause then you're, you're waiting for something else to show up instead of just looking for what's right there yeah. and what's alive in the moment. And so I think that's a big thing is how do we go to each relationship and be open in it versus trying to, and the way to do that is within ourselves. And that goes back to everything about taking care of yourself and the self-love that you've been talking about and doing with the weekly things. It's just being aware of that. Yeah. Which is interesting to me because you mentioned when you when we met today that you've done some other uh, workshops and things over yeah. this month, and almost everyone is yeah. focusing on self love. It is. It's so funny. Which I love. I just keep giggling. Yeah. <laughs> because totally. that I I love the magic of when yeah. that happens because that to me says that there's really something important to this message yeah. right now. Yeah. And and encouraging people to do that and the more we love ourselves the more we're able to show up like yes yeah and the more we're able to find what helps us come alive because our heart is such a good compass yeah at helping us know when what is working for us and what isn't working for us and what we've talked about in the past that feeling of expansion and contraction and all those ways that we can tune into that compass a little bit more for guidance yeah um but when we go into any situation with that love for ourselves first and foremost, we're able to give it mm-hmm. on a whole different yeah. level. And we're able to be there for people and we're able to be in that moment in a way that we just can't when we are going and not feeling so good about ourselves. Yep, it's true. And I think it's imperative for like our health of our, I mean, countries, our communities, our planet is, if we're feeding ourselves in light and love, then it, it ripples out in so many more ways than we ever really know. So I do feel like it's one of those very important it is. things that we need to so I'm gonna cultivate. Play, I'm going to improvise here a minute. Okay. So I'm going to play one of my clients. Okay. And I, not this isn't a specific client. This is just something I hear a lot, which is, but the, this is more important and the kids are more important and so-and-so needs me. And I, I have this job that's really important and these people, like it, that, that's, my heart's happy there. This is, this is what I do and this is what fulfills me. Mm-hmm. It's funny because I read the book that Sam talked about, which is Love Yourself Like Your Life Depends On It. Yeah. And he talks about all of that in the sense that if you're not doing it for yourself, then you're definitely not doing it for everyone else around you. So if you're not taking the time to create these, and it doesn't take that much time, um, to create 
a wellspring that you can pull from, yeah. then you're pulling from exhaustion. You're pulling from fear. You're pulling from all these things that are not from a place of grounded love. Yeah. And so that's different. And it sounds really ooey gooey, but the word love just means being aware of what you're bringing to each moment. Yeah. You know, are you coming to, when you come into the house exhausted, frustrated from a long day, what's your reaction? How does that trigger the rest of the family? Yeah. If you're working in a group and you show up, so what if your example of the quarterback is, just gives up? It's yeah. like, my team fucking sucks, excuse my language, and just yeah. like gives up, then everyone feels that. So once again, that goes back to the beginning where we are talking about the ripples. You know, we don't know the impact we have. Yeah. But we do have an impact. And it can be so subtle from like opening the door, smiling. So you just don't know what it is. Yeah. But how are you showing up in yourself? You know, I know when I'm hard on myself, what it happens to everyone around me. When I'm not fully in my awareness and feeling alive, it's a very different experience. I'm experiencing, and I know it's very different for what other people are experiencing. Oh, absolutely. And it's not saying like, oh, everything's just daffodils and love. Like it's, but there, but you definitely come out from the weeds a little and yeah. see things a little differently than when you're down in the trenches. Yeah. So I think it's imperative. And the more and more we work on the stuff, the more and more we talk about it, the more and more I see it with people and clients and even just in business life and family life, I just feel like it's one of the things we really need to cultivate. Absolutely. And I, I think the thing that stuck out most with all the amazing things you just said is it doesn't take very long. Yeah. I think we think that that this, and I, I'm not a huge fan of self-care, which yeah. is interesting. That's probably my own hang up with it. <laughs> I think but, because there's this idea that it's like, go get a massage. Go get your yeah. nails. Like, it's not that. It's like, how do we, how do we fuel ourselves? Whatever it looks like. So that we can really be there and be holding space for others yeah. in a way that is nurturing and not depleting. Yes. It's expanding and not contracting. Yes. Yes. And yes, it can take, it It doesn't, it can be 10 minutes of just pausing in your day. Yeah. It can be, for me lately, it's been going to bed earlier mm-hmm. and just getting more rest at night, mm-hmm. which has been a game changer. It can be... Um, I liked, we did this um, meditation and she talked about bringing the love in, so absorbing it mm-hmm. and then expanding it on the exhale. So even having that moment of like breathing into your heart and absorbing it and then expanding it, just that idea yeah. helps, you know, your awareness as well. So Cool. Yeah. So what's our invitation this week? I think all the things we said, I mean, I think really just trying because what happens is we get we get too lost in the prescription yeah you know we think it has to look a certain way and i think what we're just keep saying over and over in all of these is you just gotta try it on and see what works and if it helps to like have a 21 day goal make your 21 day goal Mm -hmm. if it helps trying it one way and like what bubbles up that day and just following that aliveness like it might change. It might morph. It doesn't have to be. But sometimes those little triggers and you make rituals around it help. Yeah. Yep. So maybe figuring out your ritual. Oh, I love it. You know, for the next, you know, through the end of this month, like what is it that you want to show up with? All right. Um, whether you wake up with it, go sleep with it, 
or take a cat nap with it, whatever yeah. it is. I love that. So the invitation is for those who've participated in the 14-day adventure, there were ideas in that. We have zillions of ideas we've shared on the podcast. Mm -hmm. Everybody's got their own ideas. But take one or two of those and create your own little ritual Yep. and use the rest of this month to just play that out. And if you're not loving it, it's okay. Tweak it a little or try a different one. But but bring that ritual and for the rest of the month. Yep. Really focus on loving you mm-hmm. and tuning into your own heart and what it has to say. My other, I just gotta throw this in because this okay. was another aha for me recently. Was your heart is what keeps you alive, right? If your heart isn't beating, there's nothing there. Yep. And I'm sure everyone's like, duh, Kirsten, but that your heart is also the compass that helps you come alive. Yep. And I, I think that it's not chance that that same organ, <laughs> that's what keeps blood flowing through our bodies, yeah. is the same organ or, or place in our bodies, if you will, that helps us really get in tune with what is working for us and what isn't. Yeah. And so, you know, whatever your ritual is to tune into that a little bit is a beautiful way to care for yourself and connect with that more. Yes. So that makes sense. Yes. So go love yourself. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> that sounds a little. <laughs> I know. I mean, well, no whichever way you want to. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you for listening. Have a great day and week. And we'll see you next week. Yeah. Sounds good. Thanks. <laughs>